Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle Long here. And I don't know if you all can tell when it's like I have a guest or if it's a solo episode if my tone of voice changes. But today I have an amazing guest and I'm so excited for, uh, for you all to get to know her and to meet her. So with us today is Mariah Pelly-Smith and she is an intuitive business coach and Reiki master teacher. And Mariah and I connected online through basically our coach, but like just through the different programs. And I love Mariah's work. So I'm so excited that you're here, Mariah. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk about all of the things. <laughs> yeah. So you're joining us by way of Halifax, Nova Scotia, which I think yes. is so incredible. And, um, and then you a lot of, like when I watch you do your Facebook lives, you're outside a lot. And um, I just think it's so perfect because you talk a lot about sounds um, and like with nature and sound, I just feel like it's such a beautiful mix, um, but you're just so creative. So yeah, why don't we have like, talk about, talk about you. <laughs> how okay. did you get started? How did you get started with Wakey? And then how did you start incorporating sounds? Okay, let's uh, go back a few years here. <laughs> Um, so in 2016, I finished my business marketing and I moved to Halifax, Nova Scotia from Newfoundland. <laughs> and, um, and I was a little bit lost because I was just like, okay, I went to business school. I did the business marketing thing. So well, what do I want to use this for? <laughs> you know, that would be great if I can actually use the thing that I paid to learn. And I was going through this period where I was getting out of a relationship. And then I was just like, I don't understand why I don't feel the magic like I did when I was a child. So when I was a kid, I just like I was, I didn't experience time for a very long time. <laughs> and my senses are very heightened and I was in this magical place most of the time. And then when I turned 13, I was like, okay, hey, you got to like, you know, get your shit together. <laughs> and you have to come out of that dreamy state. So I went on this like voyage, I guess, of like, let me find that space again, but in a way that I can integrate it into my adult life. Mm -hmm. So I found this cute little purple house on one of the streets in Halifax, and it was a healing center, and they did Reiki and yoga, and they sold crystals. And so, so that was sort of my first introduction to like, I guess, spirituality. Um, so then I started going to this Kundalini yoga class. And at the time I was like, this is crazy. He's like moving in all these weird directions. We're doing weird mantra and breath work. And I was like, all right, whatever you're doing, it's working for you. So I guess sign me up, <laughs> do it. So I kept showing up to this, um, this teacher named Austin Ha and I kept coming to the classes and then, and then it, it was like, it was full classes. And every time I went, it got smaller and smaller and smaller. And then eventually it was really like me <laughs> yoga classes. Oh my goodness. And then he just asked me if I wanted to sit for my Reiki level one attunement. And I was like, I have no idea what that 
Like, what did you just say? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and, and I was just, but like at the time, this human, like he was just like oozing wealth. And it just felt like I was being healed, just being in his presence. So I had such trust with him. I didn't even know him, but I was just like, I trust you with my life. <laughs> and I was just like, if you feel like, that's something I need to do, then let's do the thing. So I went for that class and I sat with three other people and he did the whole attunement of opening the channel and putting the symbols in my hands. And we did it outside in October. So it was a little chilly barefoot on a fancy chair. (laughs) Um, And like he was doing opening thing and I can feel his hands on my feet. and, And when I opened my eyes, I saw all these orbs in the sky and then all it felt like there was a switch of my senses like it was felt like I was turned off for so long and I was like oh my god (laughs) like I'm missing life like this is life right now it's just like I could just like taste the air and it was just this magical moment of of awakening of like here's the things that I've been missing and I just felt like I was so open I could just feel Mm. and actually understanding what feeling actually means because people say like you need to feel more but it's like what does it actually mean when you embody that so you know we all did our little attunement and then we went into um the space where we we were like all standing up and we had we visualized and felt the energy move through our hands and through the whole space or sort of funneling the energy through all of us and it was just like this magical moment of connection with other beings where it's like we all can feel and move the energy and that was sort of like my aha moment of like, I've been waiting for this magic of understanding, but in a way that to relate it to a practice that actually can be used to help other people. So then it's, it all started to click. Mm. Then. And then I got the call. It's kind of like Reiki is like its own entity and you build that relationship with it. So it was just like, you're ready for level two. <laughs> and when you're, <laughs> when you're ready for level two, people start to ask you to do treatment. And you're like, I'm not, you know, certifying yet. So wait up, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> um, so I did that with, um, I only sat with another person. And that <laughs> level two was like, it's a heart opener. So you're just like super raw, super raw. Mm. and I remember going through like consciousness shifts of like this is life isn't real and then as I'm really grounded and this isn't real and I would go in and out and it was like massive ego deaths falling in love with everything it was just I was just super sensitive and it's just like you have to be able to feel that but to hold that to understand that because when you're working with other people you have to have a next level of compassion because you're going to see all the greedy all the things that they hide in the little lock boxes so you have to be able to love those things too when you're working on them so that heart opener you start to understand all of your flaws more in a transparent manner (laughs) so then you can you know deal with those things and then it's easier for you to work with other people because it's just like if somebody is reflecting something in a in a ceremony or a treatment with you, um, you're not going to want to communicate that because it's going to trigger you. So you have to be okay with that. So, so you have to work through all your own stuff because the people that you're working with, there's some parts of you that you're healing at the same time. So it's like you're getting information for them, but it's also soothing your own mind and healing you at the same time. So you have to be comfortable with that. So, you know, you do that for a bit <laughs> and, uh, and then you're like, okay, I'm, uh, I think I'm ready to do the next thing. So then um, you get the call for that 
level three, and that's the master level. So I recently actually did a two minute class for that. Um, that's a whole other situation. Uh, <laughs> to energy. Um, that's like, okay, Reiki is like a structure. It's like we have all this energy. Let's create a system so we know how to work with the energy. So here's a symbol that does this. So your mind knows like intentionally that's what I'm doing. And then so like level one's physical. Uh, level two is uh, a more of an emotional awakening. And then level three is a solar plexus opener because you have to have power in your ability, but also power in the way that you operate with it because you're going to be seeing things and witnessing things other people aren't. And you have to be okay with that version of reality that you're experiencing all of the time. So you're like doing that and you're floating in la la land for a bit. And you're like, I remember calling my Ricky master. I'm like, um, so uh, I don't know where I am right now. Um, <laughs> am I in space? What's happening? He's like, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, are you sure? Like, um, so I went through that for a bit. And the whole point of that is for you to get comfortable in those floaty spots. Um, the way that he described it to me and the way that I've experienced it is what happens is your roots let go of your entire, entire identity that you've built over that time period. So then when you're in this floaty space, you get to actually wrap your identity around a new thing so that was my choice i'm going to wrap my identity around healing work so that when i come back down i have to do that work in order to feel whole in order to feel complete in order to feel grounded so like part of now that's a part of my identity so now i have to work with people in order to feel grounded because i'm up here most of the time so i have to work with people wow i have like i have so many questions <laughs> oh my goodness okay so like I've gotten a tune for Reiki level one and two, and it was nothing like what you just described. I was like, I felt a sensation in my body. I've got tingles and that was it. And so like, is, is your, was, is your experience because of the person who helped attune you and the, I don't know, that energy, or is it just do most of your experience when you help attune people, do they have something similar? Or it's just unique for you because that's who you are. Um, it's a good question. Um, so I'm not sure what, there's many different lineages. So I'm like the traditional Yusui lineage. Yeah. Um, people teach it differently. Of course. I think, I think it's kind of like, I, I fell into the practice so deeply because that was the only thing that I had. Mm. Um, so I would, I would commit hours of channeling. I would commit so much time of understanding how it worked and the way that my experience of this spiritual journey is like we're kind of like in a video game and the more that you surrender to the practice you get another tool or another understanding mm. so I spent hours and hours you know sacrificing certain things in my life so that I could get the next tool or understanding to help people mm. so for the Reiki journey that's like Reiki is a structure so that you can flow inside of it. And it's like a, it's a permission for you to use the energy that makes sense to the outside world. But, but then once you get into those higher levels, it's kind of just like a free for all. And that's when you sort of understand how your personality and the way that your mind works um, can be used in a different way for healing. And the new thing that's coming through when I'm teaching these classes is like everyone can be their own Yusui. Everyone can channel their own specific practice that can be taught. So now like this ancient reconciliation that I made posts and stuff about, that's a totally different 
practice from Reiki, but Reiki opened me up to the possibility that that even it could be a thing. So all the new symbols and channeling the first language and channeling full conversations, like Reiki helped open, open that situation. So it's kind of like how, how much are you willing to surrender to the practice mm-hmm. and allow it to move through you? I love that. Okay. So that, I think that's the piece right there. Like you have to be committed to the work and you were, I wasn't, (laughs) but it's just like, you're, you're super like intuitive. And I would say you're psychic Um, just from watching your lives and you do card pulls. I'm like, Oh my God, like Mariah just looked into my soul (laughs) and and through video form. Cause like, we've never actually been in person, like, you know, like met in person. So like, I just feel like that is so beautiful. And then, yeah, you're talking about, what were you saying? Like reconciliation and sound? Um, ancient reconciliation. Um, it's an, I've been getting pieces of that practice coming in. And it's a new practice that I am, like I've done my first ceremony of that practice. And now it's like I'm getting more information in the, the depth of it so I can teach other people how to do it. And that comes with its own attunement, its own manual, all the things. And my life's work now is to channel that and make it in the manual and all those sorts of things. So what kind of reconciliation? Ancient. Ancient ancient reconciliation. So does that mean like healing your past? Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's mind blowing. Like every day I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Cause what, like what I did in this, in the first ceremony that I was like, literally I was just like, everyone go back to back. And I don't know what's going to happen, but let's just go through the thing. So, you know, open the portal <laughs> thing. And then what happens is I hold the person and then I connect. So on earth, um, there was the first tribes on earth and there was a collective language, um, but each tribe had their own dialect. So I'm channeling that language wow. and the specific people in those specific situations and dramas, because the only way to heal trauma is through um, grieving and acknowledgement. So I'm channeling the sounds and the emotions. So I'm talking a different language, but I'm crying and I'm sobbing, but I'm laughing and going through all these different things um, so that you in the present time can acknowledge that trauma so that it's kind of like, okay, this is the thing that happened. And it's kind of like it moves through me. There's acknowledgement and then, it, and then I have to like sing a certain song to soothe that pain. So it feels nurtured and it pulls out of the body and then it goes through me again and then um then it turns into a different sound and goes back in because when we take something out we always have to put something back in but i'm polarizing it so it mm. still looks like it's whole i love that Ooh, that sounds so like juicy and also like i think the fact that you're so aware of the work that you do it's like it's a safe it's safe like it's a safe space for you to hold that container um so that came through you as you op- like as you open up your channel. So Reiki was kind of like the gateway to. Yeah. It was like so little amazing. nuggets over time. Like first it was just the sound. And then once I did the Reiki level two attunements, after I did two of those classes, then I could see the sound. And then that's where all the symbols are coming through. And then it's just getting, getting more and more information as I, as I move along. So like that is a component. And then a new piece that's coming in is the, like each sound syllable makes, um, a symbol and what happens is like like you shoot out the symbol through the sound and then it sort of makes this casing around the person so it's kind of like this ball but it's all different symbols and it kind of just moves like this and one will pop out and run in the body and go back in so it's like soaking up certain stuff it's like 
it's this beautiful, complex, holographic thing that goes wow. around your body. Okay, cool. So, like, uh, for the listeners who can't see, so, like, Mara's basically, like, she's, like, I don't know, forming shapes with her hands. <laughs> 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 and so, like, I just, okay, so, like, for me to wrap my mind, because I've done, I've done my, you know, level one and level two Reiki, and there's specific symbols. So, it's almost yeah. like, I think of it almost like Chinese characters in a way, like there's just symbols. And so when you see symbol, you see them in the form of sound. Um, so this, so there's a certain sound and that sound translate into certain lines uh, dots and things. And then that symbol also has a specific meaning. The ancient language that comes through, everything was more direct, more emotional. And over time we've sort of filled thing so that's why there's a delay in emotion and that's why people can't feel emotion much because we're we put so much stuff in between what we're actually trying to um put out <laughs> wow okay and so um i think what's really cool is like for those listening like follow mariah online because she has the most amazing graphics like you're <laughs> it's so creative and so i'm like that's part of what you feel and channel i'm assuming yeah and so um, we, so I, did you, I think you changed your branding. So it's now it's your name. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it worked if you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally worked. Um, and so like previously, if you don't mind me talking, yeah. like, it was embodied wealth, right? And yeah. so how, and you talked about wealth, like you mentioned that when you were talking about like the person that was helping you with your level one, he just oozed yeah. wealth. So like, how do you translate wealth? I'm so curious. Yeah. Um, so the way that I see it, it's like, you know, wealth in the body with your health, obviously wealth financially. Um, for me, wealth, the way that wealth comes in easy forms is if you allow knowledge and wisdom to sit in the body so it's like that knowledge and wisdom that you're passing on and as well if you can weave that wisdom into creative ways so with my work i'm intentionally trying to take all the translate the energy that's in the space and then make it into beautiful things mm. so that that oozes wealth because it's like my branding is very intentional all the symbols are very intentional for a certain it's just like if there's a symbol there that there's a reason for that and it hits people in specific ways so because everything is very intentionally healing others it's like wealth can't not come because of that exchange that's continuously happening because the wisdom is coming through and moving in these creative ways in the space so if you have creativity there's no reason why you can't have wealth in the space it's just it's just a natural process so why because you hear a lot of like starving artists Mm -hmm. is it because you think it's just their mindset or they're somehow blocking it then? Like it's their own story. It's like, um, it's like there's this weird thing that happens when you're an artist in my perspective, um, where it's like, I made this beautiful thing, but you don't think other people are going to see the beauty that you see inside of it. So then you automatically put a block because you're trying to protect that sacred thing that you created but once we un sorry rip that down we're like no this is actually valuable and people see the beauty in it as well then that natural exchange can happen mm, mm, cool yeah so um 
Okay. So then how, like, I'm just so curious. So you went from, so you, you, you teach training and courses to help people. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you work one-on-one with people or like to help them with Reiki healing and all that or? Um, I used to do it a lot. Um, and then I went down to only two sessions um, a week and it's like a secret link, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it's a lot of work, um, you know, select humans. Um, I'm not currently taking any one-on-ones right now. I'm more focused on like my, like a new mastermind that's coming out in October where it's like, there's a group thing, but I also have one-on-one situations Um, so that's sort of I'm doing it right now and like the last I guess five months everything literally everything's been online except for that um retreat that I was at and did my first ceremony at um and recently I did some Reiki in person but I'm feeling that call to work with people in person and online again so I'm trying to figure out that situation just because of the work um it requires a certain person to have a certain level of openness because if you know we're going way back in time bringing it to the front it's like I want to make sure that you've learned specific tools in your own life to help you with that integration because I can teach you I can show you how to do the things but if you don't have your own knowing of the importance of that work then it's it's just not good for the long term because we're opening so much and you have to be okay with the actual identity that's going to show itself once we remove those things. Mm, Okay. So it's like, um, people would take training to learn how to do it for themselves and you just got to make sure that they're prepared for it basically. Yeah. And the way the streamline sort of, or the message I'm getting is kind of like, give them their Reiki one, Reiki two, Reiki three. Um, and of course they can do the real level four where it's like you learn how to do the two minutes and other people in level four. Um, some people teach level three and four together. And that's kind of like the base of introducing someone to energy if they have no idea, but they interested in the ancient reconciliation. So that's sort of like the opener piece because then when you get into the training of ancient re- reconciliation, it's a whole next level of understanding and you have to have some connection to your intuitive abilities and working in that astral plane because that's where all the work is happening mm. and you're collapsing. It's like part of the lesson is that you're, you have to become aware of, I, like it's like a hundred different primal lifetimes that you've experienced where you've had techniques and healing abilities and certain sounds and languages and it collapses in your one body in this reality that's where that healing power comes from but like if you just jump into that you'd be like uh what <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll be like what just happened <laughs> Okay, because like I just so like um, so you work with sounds, so like sounds channel through you, and then you somehow form. You see them; they form into symbols. Yeah. Um, like for like when I, it's to me, it's a little esoteric, right? Because you can't touch sound, but you can yeah. hear it. Um, so how do you, um, uh, how do you organize it? Well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so everything is like the universe likes to make sure that you integrate the pieces. So at first it was just like, oh, here's some weird sounds that I'm doing through treatment. And then it was like, okay, now it's more fluid forms and it comes deeper in the body as I get more confident with it. And then when I did those attunements, um, it was, then it was, it was kind of like, oh, you can actually see it. So it was reorganizing what your senses mean to you. So just like forget everything that you know about your senses and let's rebuild those. 
around a life that actually makes sense for you. So when I started to see the sound, it was like, it was a way of translating for me. So I'm actually creating a dictionary of like, this is what the sound would be like if I put in syllable form and then I'll draw it. And then, you know, with the meaning. So at first I had to do that to understand, but now it translates at the same time. So I'm speaking a different language and doing the sounds, but I also can see the symbol. Um, so then now, because there's that like understanding and that awareness, then it's like, I understand how it can like piece the symbols together to make like a healing sentence, for example. Mm. Um, but in order to get to that space, you have to be okay with that running because the sounds can sometimes be like, whoa, are you sure about that? <laughs> like that was intense or that didn't, sound like it was supposed to hit there or but all of the sounds are sacred whether they are squeaky or low or over here um so yeah hopefully that answers the question <laughs> yeah so like I remember because I was watching you do a live on and I think you were doing like a master class and you're talking about how sound is so like I don't know if you said the word universal but it's just right? <laughs> You're talking about the importance of sound and how it's actually like, it's a universal thing. Yeah. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's like, um, so you know how if you go to another country, but you don't understand the language, but you can get the feeling mm. because you're understanding the feeling of it. So it's the same sort of thing, but we put up so many barriers around language that you know it's hard to overlap and see where they actually connect gotcha. um so this ancient reconciliation thing is like going back to the time where we all spoke the same thing and it was all sort of emotionally based because we're all emotional beings but some of us have more intelligence than others and this is part of the practice where like i'm literally sobbing and like crying out and like going through all these things in front of a group of people for that specific person mm. so the, the deeper that I'm like sobbing and going through is like um has to balance out what they are capable of purging in in this specific time so if you're really close off emotionally I'm like they're crying out forever <laughs> um but if you have that capacity to purge more and you're going to be able to do that later, then there's not as much that has to come through me for that ceremony. Um, so if it's like universal emotion thing, it's like everyone has like a hum of understanding, but it's whether you're going to allow yourself to understand. To go there. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And so um, this is so fascinating. <laughs> it's just like a totally different level of like, conversation like you know what I mean because it's just so um it's just so different and that's why I was so excited to talk with you about it just um just how you're so open to having I guess the downloads come through you and it seemed like you were saying how before you got Reiki attuned it was like blah like life was kind of blah yeah um and now things just open up and like I just see like you're just radiating joy you know um <laughs> So what would you say, like, from your experience of working with people, what would you say is kind of like people's blocks? Like what, you know, it's like, what do people need to work on? 
I find the thing that I see in most level one Reiki students and most people that I work with, it's funny because I'm the way that I'm my business works is I see my business in the astral plane as an ecosystem. You've probably heard me talk about that before. We're each temple in this ecosystem is a certain offering or service because it's a sacred place that people want to go to they're not forced they want to go to the temple to do their thing um so what i notice in the space is the first thing is people think if i can't read or do intuitive work visually then i'm not intuitive Mm. (laughs) um and then the other thing would be there's like um there's like a a forcefulness in trying to get to the next stage mm. um, as well so like the forces we're trying to get there that's blocking from actually integrating the things that you need in order to get the thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it's like everyone the way that i sort of understand the way that universe gifts you that next level of seeing it's like understand the gifts that you have in the way that you interact with your environment whether it's feeling or seeing or whatever um once you like acknowledge that exists and you use that then the next sense will open and like that visual piece is sorry I'm like crying out it's like sorry you're gonna be locked up for this podcast <laughs> um so the way that like the vision when you open up that um visual you have to be prepared for what that entails and part of like the training for that level three it's being okay with seeing entities and parallel universes and other dimensions and doing psychic surgery and removing entities. And there's like, so it, the more, the more you can see, the more you can make it tangible in the space, the more profound the healing is because you've created a, a tangibility around that scenario. So whatever you focus on is, so you're going to be able to focus because you can see the thing in your hand and you're moving it over there. Gotcha. <laughs> That is so cool. So like I, I was I was interviewing someone else. I think it was uh, Biz, uh, Kim Bizjack and she she works with ghosts. <laughs> the conversation was around ghosts and I was like, I have like no desire to see ghosts. <laughs> and so like with your work, you actually see entities like spiritual entities. Does that freak you out? Because that would freak first. So I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I was my last level of Reiki and my, the, my, a different Reiki master was like, so, um, is there any other questions you have? And I was like, so I was just wondering if we're in love and light, uh, I was just wondering if it's okay if we see dark things. <laughs> She's like, actually that's perfect because the higher your vibration, um, the more potent you are the darker energies that you have to work with because you can like that's part of the job Uh, that's part of the responsibility because it can't cling to you because you're love and light and you're you know and it's funny because like once you understand that you have a different level of compassion for these beings because it's kind of like if I have or a client has a certain um, trauma or resonance with a certain frequency um, and there's another entity in a different timeline or dimension that has this similar experience, could be opposite or whatever, but it's same, they'll stick. Like if there's an opening, they'll stick. So that entity sits inside the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm doing healing, I'm healing that person so that I can remove the entity, but I'm also healing the entity so that it can heal from its trauma so I can throw it back in the portal. <laughs> and oh, go Oh my gosh, that is so cool. That is like, that's like total next level, next dimension. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So then, um, 
Let's see. When we were talking about like what it, like for this podcast, uh, you wrote about like business modal, like all these different aspects in terms of business. So, was there anything you wanted to touch upon with that? Yeah. So, um, I went on this like journey of separating them. So, business is over here, and energy work was over here. And then it's interesting how I watched my journey where they've gotten closer and closer and closer and closer, and then they became embodied wealth. Mm-hmm. And embodied wealth is like a cover of like you know, eventually I'll, you know, do my brand is, which is me. <laughs> and uh, here we are. <laughs> I love um, so I think I had to come into myself more and understand how much I work with energy and how I actually feed it specifically in everything that I work on. So for me, if I'm like, when I do my masterminds and stuff, it's like when we have our one-on-ones, they have an option to get a Reiki healing. They have an option to do HR reconciliation. They have option to just do business coaching for whatever. They have an option to do graphic design or branding in that session because it's like I'm working with the whole system. So everyone that works with me, it's like they have an appreciation for that energy. So why wouldn't we want to clear out the physical being because that's going to radiate and echo into everything else that they do. Mm. And just like, well, how does energy work with, work with graphic design? Well, <laughs> I know firsthand how it does because I'm able to, this is like what my glorious graphics course is going to program is where it's like, you're able to see the beautiful concept or thing that your mind, but you're able to translate it in a beautiful imagery visual. That's going to be easier to eat for other for other people and if you can make beautiful pdfs and all these things from all of your concept there's a certain resonance that happens with that so you're downloading through that openness of your intuitive ability and then embedding those things with a certain energy frequency and then you add in like you actually understand the technical then you can make magic and that's like that's how i make all my visuals like all the stuff that you've been seeing like that only takes me like 25 minutes like it doesn't take me that long oh my to make goodness just that understanding of how to work, work with them. I love it. So if there's, it's almost like when you, by the time you see the graphic, there's so much behind, like there's a lot of energy behind it that it's like the right people will understand it, be called to it and be attracted to it. And it's like, it, that's how it, that was the intention behind it versus me. I'm sitting at my desk and I, okay, what picture do I want to use? And like, what's the, you know, the title, like, it's very like, logical linear like you know what I mean so I love how playful and um yours has like I don't know there's magic to it right behind the scenes that's so cool and so like I'm curious for like uh your mastermind so your mastermind is just like it could be it's just working with you and how they want to like it's they get all of you so it's not they just like all of <laughs> that is so cool and the, like the, my I'm just actually ending a uh, prosperous prep on the 8th and then I'm going to start um, empowered evolution in October so this one was more of like here's some like juicy downloaded concepts that we can throw into things that you already know about like a totally different perspective and then we have like work days and one-on-ones um, but this new one is more of like okay this week we want to for this specific person, we want to work more on like healing the body or the nervous system. So we work on that. And then it's kind of like everything feeds into each other. So what did we learn from this one? Well, how can we utilize this for the next focus that we're doing next week? So maybe like you had all these, you know, Eureka moments and concepts that come through for your session. So how about we actually tangibly make those into a visual? Because now we're going to focus on graphic 
design. So like we're both on the, the thing. I'm, we pulled the stuff. I'm working on their graphic, the same with them. I want it like this. So they're learning how to do the graphic design at the same time as we're creating an asset that they can actually use. And they're like, oh my God, this would be good for this. And then they get the idea for a program. And then the next week we can, you know, flesh out the program and actually add the visuals that we made because we did that session. So there, it's like a loop where they get to see how the healing work feeds into everything else. That is so amazing. I love that. I love that, like, exactly what you're saying, how business is not separate from, like, the creation and, like, the healing. It's like you're merging it together. And I just feel like that is that whole thing around, like, heart opening that you're talking about, just, like, being open to what is possible and the whole thing around abundance and wealth. It's like, I get it. (laughs) That is so incredible. So... Um, is there anything else you wanted to share before I ask how people can learn about you? (laughs) Um, I think the other thing would be like the, the psychic sounds course, um, launching on the eighth for psychic sounds. Um, it's like teaching people how to see sound (laughs) because it's going to be attunements in beautiful PDFs and all of the things in meditations and stuff. And it's going to be the foundation. It's like I'm allowing that container for me to channel deeper for ancient reconciliation. So it's like channeling the stuff in real time, teaching people the things that are fresh and new that are just coming in. And then I can use all of that to build upon for when I start teaching the ancient reconciliation. Because right now I have like the mini dictionary and I have the concepts. But for me to like, I want to be fully understand like how do I connect with these uh, all hundred other you know lifetimes and because I can see it's kind of like a we're all in a circle all of the time you just click one in when you need one so I'm fully allowing that understanding to sit in my body so I can do it efficiently so then I can teach it better that is so cool okay so um, this episode is going to drop pretty soon so hopefully listeners can catch it in time and if you want to learn more (laughs) so amazing okay so how can people learn more about you um so my name is Mariah Billy Smith and I'll be Mariah Billy Smith on the internet um so on on the Facebook it's Mariah Billy Smith and on Instagram it's Mariah.PellySmith um my website is still embodied wealth .ca. Um, I'm fighting with Google right now to get my domain for my name. It's fine. It's working out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what else? Are those most of the... Oh, um, it's going to be... It's not launching until my birthday, but I'm starting a new YouTube channel called Mariah TV. I love it. Mariah um, TV. Okay. And I guess I would just mention... Um, before I go, that I hired two people on Monday. So yeah, congratulations! That is so awesome. Yeah. It's like you invest in someone else to help you teach the things. And then you, and then you, when you're finished that container, it's like, oh, I can invest to other people to help me grow my foundation here. So That's I'm amazing. in that space right now. So it's pretty exciting. Oh, wow. I already feel like the explosions because they're just like, yeah, so I already downloaded all the things because I'm pulling all the content from all my groups, all of my master classes, pulling them, putting my cute little intro and they're uploading it pre-uploading it to the youtube channel like is this going to be amazing and efficient <laughs> oh my god i cannot wait okay so you're saying you're launching your youtube channel on your birthday so when's your birthday september 20th oh my god september 20th okay that's exciting so um well 
well, I'll find a way to share that link <laughs> or people can just yeah. YouTube, like YouTube search Mariah Pelly or Mariah TV. Yeah, right. Then Mariah TV, and uh, that will be there. Oh my God! Congratulations on like it's so exciting. I just it's so fun watching you. Um, all right, and I'll definitely put all the links that you shared in the show notes, so those um, who are interested can find you. And then if you're tuning in, please share this episode. Insta, Insta stories is great. Facebook stories is great. Just tag us. <laughs> and um, it was such a pleasure having you, Mariah, and getting to know you more. Yeah, because I've only seen your little, your little bubble. <laughs> I know. You, you get my little bubbles <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Bye. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support. And take part in our five-day inner confidence challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.